Welcome back to Break at the Apex, guys. Uh, this is BT and myself, Graham, and we are here to talk about the Baku race. BT, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you heard, uh, I don't know if you've watched the race. I'm sure you have. It was an amazing race, very exciting. A lot of things happened <laughs> in that race. Why are you laughing? Stop being sarcastic. Why are you sarcastic? It was a Stop great race, so buddy. Okay. Okay. Right, okay. Listen, guys, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um it really wasn't the greatest race at all. It was teed up. It was teed up to be the perfect weekend. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Before the race, BT messaged me. He's like, Listen, this looks like we got a race on our hands. And I replied back saying, This is gonna be the best race of the season. And boy, are our psychic abilities extremely terrible because that was we were wrong, very wrong. Um honestly, it it it's it's definitely the worst race of the season. Very very funny because uh, Baku generally has produced some very good races in the past. Uh, usually very action packed, um, but regardless, the outcomes were very good. The results were extremely good. Um, and I think once uh once we've spoken about a few things, it would make more sense. Um, why I say that. Uh, because obviously looking at the year in in the last couple of races and looking into the future of the year, uh, there's a few results there that um, may change the scope of things a little bit. So let's get into it. Um, uh, there's not much to beat around the bush about. Um, let's just get straight into it. Obviously, we'll crack on with our icebreakers um, just to have a little bit of fun and loosen up the old muscles. You know? What's wrong? Why are you... Well, you don't have muscles. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, like you're flexing. What are you flexing? What are you flexing? Um, seems like you had a good weekend anyway. You may proceed. Sorry, guys, if that um flex was a bit too disturbing. Um anyways, let's move on. I've no I don't know what to say, so let's just move on. Um, all right, guys. So first of all, we'll just kick it off uh, with a would you rather. As you know, if you've been around, you understand. If, by the way, you haven't been around, please click the subscribe button. We would really, really appreciate that. Um, it would really help us out a lot. Uh, whether you're on YouTube or whatever other platform you're seeing this video, please just click follow, subscribe, or whatever the button says. Um, it could say multiple different things, but whatever it says. Um, and uh, like it if you'd like please that would be great and share it if you have any friends that do um enjoy f1 f1 content and all those kinds of fun things about racing you know uh baku was fun um let's get into it uh cool would you rather (laughs) sorry man would you rather uh, is our icebreaker or one of the two icebreakers so if you haven't been around what we do is we just pose a would you rather and we get into it. So, BT, your would you rather for this weekend is the following. Would you rather win a sprint race from last or win the main race from pole position on a weekend? You don't have to well, answer that, me now, obviously, clearly. That, that, I mean, I mean, that one is like a Baku one, to be honest with you. So lame disappointed in you um 
I'll probably win a race from pole Wait, position. Hang on, whoa. What's up with the slander? Whoa. Jeez, like it. Relax. No, I'm just Jeez. saying. Like, I wasn't hurting waiting my for that one. But, hurt my feelings. Um, no, listen, this, listen. This, this, there's only so much about this Baku race that one can make a would you rather about. Like, any case, let's let's get into it. Would you rather win a sprint race from last or would you rather win a main race from pole? Now, don't worry about the points and whatever. Just tell me what you... Man. Are you like a mind reader now? Like, are you are you like a mind reader? Of like, don't worry I'm about the just... points. Of course, I was going to get into the points, but okay. Yeah. Um, I'll win a race from pole position, to be honest with you. Okay. Oh, so you, to... so you, one of those guys, then you like the easy route. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm that's sure fair. I like the honesty. I mean, then why, why do they have qualifying if if no one wants to be on pole? I don't understand. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, that is. That I always wondered. I always wondered when when a driver when a driver starts from fourteenth, and then he says, "Oh well, it will make the race fun because now I can get through the." Go through the pack. It's like, but then why don't oh. you just qualify 14th every week? And then if you yeah. think it's fun, wow, you know, doesn't make any sense. But okay, anyways, it is fun for us to watch. So great. But um, yeah. okay, so you're saying you would rather win from pole on the main race? Um, yes. Yep, I probably would take the same route uh, because you get more points. <laughs> Yeah, a, you just make sure that you shouldn't talk about the points. You just mentioned yeah. that. Cool. <laughs> right. So um, no, okay. So to be fair, look, I would, I would as well, uh, because there's a lot more satisfaction in the strategy play to me. I think a lot of people like the sprint race because it's more action and so on and blah blah blah. Or at least it's supposed to be. Um, I'm one of those types of supporters that really enjoy the strategy side of things. I think playing chess is an extremely clever game and I, I enjoy that. That's that's to me a very important part of F1, the strategy part. Um, a lot yeah. of moving parts in F1 and I think it's very important. So yeah, I, I would yeah. also prefer to, because I don't think it's easy. Uh, Max was in the lead, he lost the lead. So, you know, it's not it's not easy to win. Sorry, Leclerc was actually on pole. So you see, I've even forgotten. Yeah. I've got this old age and stuff like that going on here in my head. But even Leclerc was on pole, so it's not easy to win from pole. So I mean, yeah, I, I would, uh, I would definitely pick that. Um, but let's move on to the next one, Sun Reserve Fire. So again, if you guys haven't been around, Sun Reserve Fire is basically uh, Shag Mary Kill, just my boring F1 version. It was the only words I could come up with, really. So forgive me if you don't like it, but if you like it, um, thanks uh okay cool sound reserve fire um schumacher hamilton senna go wow <laughs> I knew wow that be i'm gonna sit back and yeah. just watch you say wow for a little while that is a hard one but anyway let me get to it um by hamilton Reserve Senna. No, 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 no. Reserve Schumacher. Driver Senna. Okay. That's my order. That the the, the Schumacher and Senna one was was quite um difficult. Yeah. Um but the thing is, 
I've seen Senna in, num in number of cars, and he has looked good in number of cars. I mean, he was with McLaren, and he was with Williams, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah. he was with Renault at some point as well. So, and throughout those three teams he went to, he was quite the same driver. Was um, he with Renault? Hamilton. Yeah, it was Renault. Yes, it was Mc Renault, McLaren. Williams. McLaren. McLaren, yes, McLaren, Renault, Williams, and, uh, and Williams. Ferrari. Did he not drive Ferrari ever? Oh, no, no he didn't. No, he no, didn't. No, sorry. No, no, Prost, I'm sorry. Um, Prost, yes. Prost, I apologize. Yes. Oh, it's no, okay. Yeah. It's okay. Um, yeah. the, you, 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 do get, you do get you do get confused sometimes. You're not the best person in one history, I understand. But, <laughs> but um, you know, um, that, that's my packing order, to be honest with you. Um, oh, this, this guy. Hamilton, Hamilton is only two teams. Um, but the, he has more championship with the other team, more championships with the other team. Um, not saying Senna, so yeah. I think Senna has two with McLaren, if I'm not mistaken, guys, and one with Williams, or all three with McLaren. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Schumacher, we all know Schumacher, he has six with Ferrari and one with uh, ben, yeah. what's that? Benetton. Benetton or something? Yeah, 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 that. Um, so yeah, so that's my pack in order to be honest with you. Um, the right. will get fired, and the other two, the legendary drivers. Um, perhaps if one, this is just an idea from me, you guys should have a, a hall of fame kind of feature where you actually put certain drivers in a hall of fame. Basketball has that, NFL has that. That's actually a cool idea, but um, you can guys can pay me later. Cool, okay. Um uh okay so i'm gonna oh, go wow. with him i'm gonna go with hamilton as a driver wow <laughs> wow um, i'm shocked i am I shocked am. i am shocked I'm not gonna obvious you it's a good thing you're shocked because I'm obviously taking the piss. There is no way in hell I'm taking Lewis over Senna. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Senna's going to be my driver. Um, and you're probably going to be shocked about this. And this I am serious about. Hamilton, my reserve driver. Schumacher, I'm firing. Uh, hear me out. Hear me out. Um, I believe Lewis belongs in the best of all time category. Um, and statistically that shows. Now I know that I'm going to post this as a clip and then there's going to be a lot of comments that come in and then they're going to be like, yes. this guy knows nothing about F1. This guy is a DTS yes. fan. This guy, this, and you are terrible. And because that, been there, done that, it's fine. You guys can say whatever you like about me. I'm happy with it. I'll take it. I'll even send you a little kiss back for an appreciation. Thank you for slandering me in whatever way you feel fit. However, it is just my opinion and it's just the way I believe. Lewis has never had, and I will say this for time, Lewis has never had a teammate crash for him to win. Lewis has never had a teammate ordered to let him win. He has, but not when it comes to the championship in the sense where when they say Bottas, please let Lewis through, it's because Lewis is faster at that point in time. It's never a case of Bottas, 
you need to pull back and wait for Lewis to pass you so that he can win the championship. All right. Um, I get that he had the most dominant car for eight years. Hundred percent, I get that. I have no, I, I, I will not dis disregard that. I get it. Um, but I just think that Lewis, um, he's got stats on his side, and fair enough because he stuck around to make it happen. Um, and since he came into the sport, he made waves from the first year. Um, he up until last year was the only driver who's won a race in every single year that he's competed. So I think I have a valid point and I know I'll still get a lot of hate for, you know, Schumacher fans or Lewis haters, um, going on at me and, and that's fine. It's just, it is my, just, it is just my opinion. Uh, but for me, Lewis, Lewis will be my reserve driver. Senna will be my driver. Schumacher, I would fire I don't have much I, more to I, say I, about I'm, Senna. There's really nothing to say about Senna. Like he has to be. I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to say one thing to you that you should actually remember. Lewis Hamilton's rival, rival, rivalries that he had in the sport, and the people he was competing against, are not better than what Schumacher and Senna was competing against. Mate, Schumacher, Schumacher competed no, against Jost no, Verstappen. No, 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 no. no. Barrichello. No, no, no. Mika Heineken. But Remember he wasn't him? in the same. Yeah, but he wasn't in the same it car. Doesn't, though. Where, where? It doesn't. It doesn't remember. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Lewis Mika had Heineken Alonso. No, listen. From his listen. first year. Oh, From no, his first on. year. No. Come on, dude. Come on. Alonso hasn't won a championship since. You telling Alonso me Hackerton is better than Alonso? I'm not saying that. I'm saying that the, the drivers of that era and the drivers of this era, come on, bro. come on, come on. Like, like, Senna was fighting against Berger. No, 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 but we're not talking Boss. about Senna now. Come on, dude. No, we're not talking I'm about Senna saying. now. Because Senna, no, no, we're not talking wait, about wait, wait, wait. Senna. is my driver. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, we're not going to argue Senna. Yes. So it's between Schumacher and Lewis. That's what it's between. Wait, Schumacher, Schumacher had to deal with. Mika Heineken. Heineken? Are you, thirsty? Are you thirsty, pal? Oh, sorry, guys. Not the beer. Sorry, pronunciation. Not the beer. Um, don't don't take it that way. Uh, we're just going to a long weekend now. Hacken. From that. <laughs> and I guess, yeah, that, that for <laughs> um, Okay, Hacken. Alonso. Alonso, when he was fresh, fresh into the sport. Alonso. And the young Alonso and this Alonso. I can't say they're different animals, but I'll be scared of the young Alonso. I'll be scared of him. So would but you? I, I would you? Point. Would you as? I get would you, okay, but would you as a late teenager, early twenties, coming into the sport, your very first year, you go up against Alonso? Would you not have been scared of that Alonso in that year? I think just. I'm just. All I'm saying. All I'm saying is don't. Don't. Don't look at the rest. Don't look at the rest of the field. Look at their teammates because your first opponent is always your teammate. It's always your teammate. Compare yourself to your teammates oh. because it's about the car they're driving. Yes, look, but, you but, we, we can't. If we're going to have this argument, you are going to win this argument hands down. Why? Because Lewis had the most dominant car for eight years. There, there was nobody for him to watch out for. He only had his teammates. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, both Lewis and Schumacher didn't have the best teammates to play against. Schumacher had Jasper Stappen, he had Barrichello, he had 
but I don't know. But, but don't you think? But don't you think that's part of strategy as well from the team? Yeah, of course it is. So? Of course it is. There we go. So we. But of so course we it is. But so we can't monitor. We can't monitor them from that though. But you, you can't, can't. You can't. But if we're gonna, if we're gonna argue about okay, errors, for example, you can't. Wait, 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 wait. For me, for example, are you telling me, Lewis Hamilton, if Lewis Hamilton had Alonso, as a teammate in Mercedes, are you telling me Lewis Hamilton is winning every year? No. There we go. No, but that's yeah, but he didn't though. Huh? That wasn't. That is not what happened though. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to talk about Rosberg. And Rosberg won a championship and he flipped and fled away. He ran away. No, he got lucky. No, he got lucky. He got lucky in a championship. He got lucky in that championship. He didn't win it. He got lucky because Hamilton had more DNFs than him. So, oh, yeah, it, of course. It, it, at the end of the day, I think Hamilton still had more wins that year than Rosberg did, but Hamilton had two more DNFs or something, one more DNF than him. Yeah. But all, all I'm all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, I do agree with you in terms of the errors. It is different. They had to put up with different things and 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 different drivers. But I I won't say that Schumacher had to put up with better drivers because Lewis also had to put up with some really really good. Through we talking about Alonso Vettel as well. I mean, Vettel's also one of the greatest drivers in the sport, and Lewis had to play with him. You know, um, there's, there's, okay. there's a lot. Of, no, but I'm just saying that th that argument can't really be made here because we're not really talking about we're talking about them as drivers, them as racers, okay? And the the only person you can compare those races to is their teammates because in this scenario, I mean, Lewis Hamilton literally had the best car. A dominant car for all his, most of his career that he won his championships right so he didn't have to worry about other drivers so of course we you will win that argument because schumacher did have to put up with other drivers right but and that may be your point maybe that is your point and and that's fair uh, but my point is just that you know lewis consistently still made it to the end he still made it he still i can't i can't think i can't see it being easy to um i can't see it being that easy to to beat the same person over and over again for year after year it can't be that easy surely i mean rosberg as well put up some fights as well but look at the end of the day it's just an opinion maybe i'm talking out of my yeah i'm not gonna use bad words here but maybe i'm just talking out of my dark place um <laughs> at the end of the at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I believe that I would rather prefer to have Senna as my driver, Hamilton as my reserve driver, and Schumacher I'd fire. And it's nothing against Schumacher. I've never really been a Schumacher fan, but at the same time, nobody dislikes Schumacher. If you know what I mean, I I don't I don't dislike him. I I just don't. I just never supported him. You know what I mean. I never bothered to support him, but um. I do think that Lewis deserves more respect in the world. And so I'm here to just give him that respect. Do you know what I mean? Um, in oh, the sense of, yeah, in the, in the sense of the F1 world, I believe he deserves more respect. So I'm going to be the one to just give him the respect. Maybe I'm talking nonsense and maybe Schumacher definitely is a better racer. And that's fair. To be fair, from a mentality point of view, I, I think Schumacher is probably by far the better racer. Uh, but I'm going to go with Hamilton because... Um, 
because I can. I don't know why we're arguing. I can. Hello, it's my choice. I also have okay. a choice, you know. Yes. Okay. Discrimination and so on. Anyways, let's move on. Um, so that would be it for the um what do you call them? The icebreakers. That will be it for the icebreakers, guys. And I hope you enjoyed that. Um, we don't often argue, uh, but I I feel like you guys might have enjoyed that. Um, for some reason, people enjoy seeing other people argue. Anyhow, um, cool. So the next thing, yeah, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to get straight into the race review. But before we get into the race review, we're going to do a one sentence race caption. So basically just one sentence on what you think the race is. BT, go. What a yawn. I'm done. I thought it was a great race, to be honest. Anyways, Stop um, <laughs> it's all I have at the moment. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, I, I've got to give you that one. Um, I'm not a big fan of saying that a race was boring because I feel like it's so easy for people to say that race after race when one team is dominating. But there's a whole midfield that are still quite exciting to watch. But in this race, even the midfield was not really active. It, it just, I think there was 13 overtakes the entire race, which is a third of the amount of overtakes in Miami last year. So I think somebody said that on our TikTok live earlier. So um, it was definitely a bit of a snooze fest um, at, at most times of the race. Uh, yeah. Um, so for me, my race caption, one sentence race caption is Perez shows up again. And I guess there's a bit more to talk about that one because when you say what a yawn, um, it's pretty obvious we all know that it was a bit of a snooze fest. So when I say Perez shows up again, I will just explain what I mean by that. Um, I think he is in the form of his life. I think he has been for a couple of years. Obviously, he had to get used to the Red Bull, but... We know what he's capable of. We know what he's done in the past with Force India and um and so on. McLaren. And and McLaren, yeah. Um, and it looks like he's back to that person now. It looks like he's gotten comfortable with this car now, and it looks like he's ready to be consistent. Now, do I believe that Perez can still beat Max? No, I don't. Um and please, before anybody says I'm a Max fanboy. I'm not really. I su I support Max, Red Bull. Max Max yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know where people get that from. Um all I'm saying is I I can't see Perez matching Max over the entire year. But I can see him matching Max within these street races because Checo is known to be very good in these street races. The reason why I'm saying shows up again and why he is impressing me is because last year he didn't always show up in the street races. He showed up at one here and one there. Whereas this year, since the first race, he's been there. He's been behind Max. He stayed in second place for every race. And now he's got the win. Um, and he got the win in Jeddah as well, didn't he? So yeah, so so for me, um, it's it's very impressive. So uh well done, Checo. Um, I'm I'm really I'm really glad to see you pulling your uh, pulling yourself into this. Um, and 
I really hope for a good scrap. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, it looks like they're the only two that can fight for this championship. So if we're going to have a bit of a good season, um, we need to have gloves off between those two. So I'm ready for a good scrap. So, um, yeah. Well done, Perez. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, on my side, to be honest with you, um, I'm also on your angle. I mean, I said it, what's a your own face? Because we know how fast it is on street circuits. Um, yeah. And he showed it throughout the weekend. I mean, on the sprint as well, he did show that it was faster than Verstappen. Um, yeah. So we literally won the race. I wasn't quite surprised or anything like that. Um, in terms of him competing against Verstappen, I have a 70 to 30% chance. You know, I mean, you, you, you did say that he's getting comfortable with the car. So if he's getting comfortable with the car, it's it's quite dangerous. That means that you will start performing very well. Um, it won't be as easy as we think it is for Verstappen, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. And it seems like the other teams are way back. So it's just between them two now. It's, it's a replica of the Mercedes, Rosberg and Hamilton seasons, to be honest with you. When the whole yeah. field were just watching the final <laughs> out. Uh, only boring thing about their fight is that it's not as intense as the Mercedes one, to be honest with you. And I do think we need that. <laughs> yeah, I said this. It's also, but it's also personality-based. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like Hamilton and Rosberg made it very interesting. The type of personalities they have and the history they have. The Stop yeah. and Perez do not have an issue. So we can't compare that yeah. um, to that rivalry Mercedes had. On I said I said this earlier. I was on a TikTok live earlier, and I was saying, but um, you know, when you look at the paddock and you see the 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 teams and the drivers that walk around and stuff, you know that Red Bull are the only team where the two drivers actually see are seen walking around together all the time. You don't see the drivers walk to like I've seen Piastri and Norris from time to time, um, but. But mostly the drivers aren't always walking around together. But I always see I always see Max and Checo walking around together. And I think, you know, the press likes to play up uh, drama between them. But I mean, even Perez said this weekend, he doesn't both him and Max don't understand it because they're quite happy and and there's no vibe between them. Um and and I, I to be honest, I, I don't think there is. I, you know. I don't see if there was a vibe between them. Why would they be walking around everywhere in the paddock? You know, everywhere you see, yeah. they're talking. And I mean, this weekend, I mean, Max gets such a bad rap, uh, rep in, in so many uh, situations, you know, and, and he doesn't like it when Checo wins and so on. But this weekend, Checo won. It The team made a mistake. He didn't throw his toys out the cot. He went to Checo, gave him a hug. Congratulations, moved on. Um. Yeah. So very good team spirit uh, this weekend. Um, I say this weekend, there has been times where obviously Max has shown a different side, but I think that Max is the type of person that feels when something's been done wrong to him, that's his time to get upset. Um, but yes. but but when it's something that was maybe out of his or the team's control, uh, then he takes it as it is. So so I'll I'll say this weekend the team spirit looked good. Um, and uh, while while we are talking about them, we might as well get straight into the race review. And we might as well just get straight through onto Red Bull. Very good result for them. Um, uh, I know, I, I know they've had a one-two pretty much the whole race. But the reason why I'm saying very good result is just purely because, you know, it's good to see 
that it's not just Max that's going to win every race. It's good to see that yeah. Checo will win as well because that just means that it does make it more interesting moving more and more into the season. It is going to be a bit more interesting, you know? And um, I'm really, uh, in terms of a good result for the team as well, it's also, um, I really feel that Red Bull might possibly have the best car ever made in F1 for, I can't, I don't know when last we saw a car like this. I mean, yes, Mercedes had a dominant car, but but this Red Bull is, it's next level, you know, and um, yeah, very very well done to the team. They've they've just got everything right, and they they just seem to do everything right. And even the one mistake they made this weekend didn't really affect them much because it put it just all it did was put Max again behind Leclerc, and he just passed Leclerc again, and then that was that. Um, without without Joris, bro. That that's that's the highlight. Yeah, he passed no, but the did, without. No, no, no the second time, the second time, yes, without did your without his. I didn't even notice that. I'm pretty okay. Yes. I didn't even notice that. That was like I was like okay, no. Um, yeah, I might have fallen asleep at that minute for a little bit, and then. Yeah, I was like, no, yeah. this car's another level. But yeah, yeah, on my side as well, the same thing as as you mentioned. I mean, good result for yeah. you. I'm happy. I'm happy for Pierre's, of course. Um, yeah, I I want him to be present during the season. I want him to take it to Verstappen. We don't want to see Verstappen just walk away with his third championship, you know. So good result for the team. Um, you can see the team is in good spirits, you know. Um, yeah, maybe undercover the PR people are working um twenty four seven and and having sleepless nights just to keep that team happy and everything in contact, you know, 100%. and not bring any drama or create any drama within the team, yeah. especially um, with the drivers. Um, but yeah, I, I strongly still think that I'm, I might be wrong or my people might think that I'm crazy by saying this, but I think Perez might just take it to Verstappen. Uh, he might just do it. Yeah, you yeah. might just do it. I feel, like, I, feel, yeah, I feel like I feel like the only way Perez can beat Verstappen over the entire year is if Verstappen... Verstappen. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> if Verstappen <laughs> maybe just has one or two more DNFs than him, I feel like that's the way that he will win. Very much like how Rosberg beat Lewis. I feel like that's the only way that Perez beats yeah. uh, Max. But... um. Look, uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, while you were talking there, I had a few heart palpitations because I I couldn't remember if I pressed record or not. I did. So if, for those of you who don't know, um, I don't know if we actually said it in the podcast last week or last race, but I actually didn't press yeah. record. So we had to do that twice. Um, <laughs> and so I was a bit stressed out now. I, I just thought I had to say that. But um yeah, get getting back to getting back to the F1 talk. Sorry about that. Getting back to the F1 talk. Um yeah, I, I've I've got no I've got no no problem with what you've said. Uh I I do just feel like Perez can, but I feel like it does it it will rely on a bit of luck and a bit more of bad luck on, on, on Max's side for it to happen. I think as I said, over the course of the year, I think we're gonna find Max is going to get quicker and better because you know on those open tracks, you know, the non-street tracks, you know he's He's just a king at that 
uh, whether it's one lap or whether it's race capace, he's just yeah. he's just that good. Um, he's just one of those types of guys. So we'll we'll see how the year goes. Um, I I do hope that Perez can at least just keep it close so that if there is that yes. DNF, it swings it. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, because yes. like for example, next week Verstappen gets a DNF, Perez goes on to win. Perez is all of a sudden in the lead by nineteen points. You know what I mean? Oh wow. Uh, yeah, because he's that. only oh. I think he's six points behind. Yeah. He's six points behind now. So, um, so wow. I think I think that that if he can stay close enough, you know, just for that swing, it makes it a bit exciting because you know, even though I still think Verstappen Verstappen's going to win, it's the case of that swing. It it means now that Verstappen's got to go extra mile to make it back again, and you know, it's going to take him a couple races of maybe Perez. Not getting a DNF to make up that that twenty five points or that nineteen point swing, so it will make it a bit more exciting. Um, so I just hope he can keep it close. Now, uh, while we are speaking about keeping things close, we're going to move over to the Merc now. And um, the reason why I say why, why no, why are we starting with Mercedes? Why are we going to Mercedes? I don't understand. Because, I'm, because, I, because I've become a master because I've become a master of the segue thing and I was saying because we're keeping things close I wanted to speak about Max and George come on get on the same page here we need to come on trust grandma with the drama you should, you should work for, for Netflix actually these segues are are amazing, man. Like I'm getting good at this thing, and you know? it needs to carry on. Uh, it it helps everything flow. Anyways, uh, let's let's get on to George and Max, right? So, uh, obviously this is now not the race, but the sprint race. What's your take on George and Max? Who was at fault? What's the issue there? Um, I have got um from talking F one. On TikTok, he made a very, very good point. Something that I would like to add, uh, something that I knew, uh, but it's I've, I've never had to say it in conversation. When he said it, I was like, right. I mean, I I agree with that because this is what I understand as well. So, you tell me what you think about it. What you think about it, and then you tell me what you think about the incident, and then I will give you my thoughts. On my side, to be honest with you, I didn't actually pay attention to it because okay. it, it is part of racing. It is racing. They were racing. It's the sprint race. Um, ambitious, as we know, Russell is. Yeah. And he's very fearless. I wasn't surprised that that happened, to be honest with you. Yeah. So on, on my side, I'm not going to pick who was wrong or right. It's pure racing. Yeah. The stop side... Verstappen could see Russell is coming, sure. It, would, it wouldn't be a, a bad idea to just give him some room to avoid yeah. the contact. But knowing Verstappen, he is going to stay in his line to dare you as well. Because if if Russell, if Russell didn't take that line, Russell would have yeah. braked. And that would actually cause maybe a collision at the back as well. I don't know who was yeah. at, at, um, behind him, but that could... Could happen. So maybe Russell had to do what he had to do and take that line, and obviously to also overtake him potentially. He did overtake yeah. him, right? Take him, yes. So yeah, he did. To be honest with you, yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a major on my side. Um, it was just one of those things that Russell was just 
doing pure racing. He was on the limit at that point. Yeah. Um, and Verstappen, seeing that he's, he is the, the star at the moment, he's number, he's number one, he is the reigning world champion. I think Verstappen sometimes he just forces these drivers to, to, to respect him. And yeah. Unfortunately, Formula One is not like that. You, your number is number one. You're the reigning champion. Yeah. The people that are racing against you and always are at the back are always wanting to beat you and yeah. tussle you sometimes and just and just um send you a message like don't get too comfortable, you know? Yeah. Because I'm not saying I'm not saying Verstappen is relaxed and he knows he has a good car and um is untouchable, but he yeah. needs those reminders sometimes. He needs to be brought down to to a level to to understand that he's also a driver within the sport. And if he's not on pole and he's amongst the field, we are gonna try to beat him or try to overtake him. You know? That's that's all on my side. Yeah, okay. Um so I look uh, to me personally, uh I think most I'm not a fan of penalties, if I'm really honest. I'm not a fan of them. Uh, it's racing. At the end of the day, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that drivers must go out of control. Uh, but I just I just feel like a bit of a nudge here and a bit of a nudge there is racing. Um, Verstappen knows full well what that is. He's a hard race himself. He always has been. And every time he's pushed somebody off the road, he just said it's racing. Um, Here we go. And. Um, at the end of the day, I believe definitely wholeheartedly that that's a racing incident. Uh, however, I will say he didn't get pushed off the road because there was no road to get pushed off. Had he had, had there been space, it would have probably been more okay for me. Like, okay, cool. He pushed he pushed Max off. Cool. So be it. Um, but the damage to the car was definitely not great. And I do think that it was Russell's fault. The reason mm -hmm. why is, the reason why is, when a car is substantially alongside you on the, on the inside line, you've got to give them the gap, right? That's the rule. Uh, and this is where Talking F1 came in and he was explaining earlier. There's a second part to that rule that a lot of people forget. Now, when he said this, I was also quite happy to hear it because I also have heard this before the second part of the rule is if you get that line on the inside you still then have to remember that you've got to give them the space on the outside now on the outside is a wall and he didn't yeah. really give max much space to that wall and hence hits max on the side of the car but with that being said now that makes me sound like i'm saying it's russell's fault but I don't think it's Russell's fault. I do think it's a racing incident. Um, I I do agree with Max in the sense that he should have pulled out because he he took the risk of maybe taking them both out or damaging his own race or getting a puncher to his own car even, uh, Russell. Uh, but and also uh, when you're on the outside line, you can't just you can't just back off. Because how there's nowhere to go. You can't just back off. You know what I mean? You know, um, and so I kind of I do agree with Max. I do think Max did go overboard when he 
called him a dickhead on live TV. But it's racing, man. It's passion. And I do I do believe that, you know, and I, I, I said this earlier to somebody, when you watch rugby, in the heat of the moment, those Oaks kill each other in a fight on the field. You know, yeah. they don't yes. care because it's passion. Yes. It's passion and you've got that adrenaline rushing through your veins. Um, and so, you know, the the bit of hate and slander that Max gets every time this happens, it's to me, it's very unnecessary and I really don't like it. I don't like it when they do it to Lewis either. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not a Max fanboy to a point where it's like I'm going to back Max because I'm a fanboy. I don't like it when they do it to any driver. Uh, but obviously, you know, when you're when you're a world champion, um, you you are obviously going to get scrutinized a lot. Um, and I I do feel it's a bit unnecessary. Uh, but yeah, I think Max did definitely cross the line when he called him a dickhead on live TV. Um, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, it definitely I'm going with a racing incident on that. Um, and yeah, otherwise, not much more to say. Um, I think we can yeah, move on from there. Everyone wants to beat Max. That's the thing. This yeah. is not like rocket science or anything like that. Everyone yeah. wants to beat it's it's gonna happen. There was once a yeah. time everyone wanted to beat Hamilton and similar things happen. So that's why like yeah. on, on you went you went in deep and I didn't because it's racing end of the day. We could we could easily we could easily switch those cars around and know it's not, not even the car. Okay, let's switch the cars around. There could easily be um, Russell as the world champion and everyone's trying to beat. I'm not going to lie. When you said I went in deep and you didn't, I was going to say, yeah, and I've got three kids for it. But, I mean, <laughs> you you carried on talking about F1. I wasn't sure where you were going with that conversation. But anyways... I've got a bit of a dirty (laughs) If your children are watching this show, please let them know that they are legends and we love them. And thank you so much for watching. And Uh, take them to me afterwards. (laughs) We will will keep it PG. We will keep it PG. But from time to time, when you watch SpongeBob, there are sometimes little adult jokes in there. Let's be honest. So I think from time to time, if we have a little bit of a fun uh anyways um and, and, so and and if you were letting your children watch family guy uh yeah there's something wrong with you exactly <laughs> exactly um uh, <laughs> no yeah uh point is um we just here to have fun uh so anyways uh while we're on Merck we're just gonna I'm just gonna wrap Merck up quickly then we can move over to the next team while we're on them um no no I mean not really anything special in fact uh if if i'm not mistaken i think lewis got his worst position of the year so far however however lewis seems more positive yesterday than he has seemed the entire year so far so um i think that whole news of james coming back james allison coming back to take over uh the the director role technical director i think has definitely um picked him up a little bit because he seems to have a bit of a, a, a chipper in his step um, he seems to be positive yeah. and happy. Got the worst, mm-hmm. the, got the worst position of the year so far, and was still pretty. Thought that was pretty good. So, cool. Um, so look, I'm not gonna go on too much about that. It is what it is. Um, in their position. Um, but it looks like it's moving forward. Even if they're not moving forward, positions, they clearly feel that there's something happening. 
And I think that's quite important because I love to see happy drivers. I love to see happy teams and I'd love to see a good fight again. So if, if Merck can come back up, that would be amazing. So um, let's just wrap up with that. Um, moving on the next team, we're going to get to Ferrari just now. Uh, let's, l- let's get into the, the Aston Martin quickly. Um, because just to, yeah, because Ferrari, we've got a few things to talk about with, with Aston Martin. All, all I really want to say there, there's, there's not much to say there. All I really would like to point out is that, um, this team is a very well-oiled machine right now. They, they, they have a, an extremely good cohesiveness in that team. Uh, the drive I've never, I've never in my life seen Alonso help a teammate ever, 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 ever. Um, I've never in my life seen Alonso tell his teammate to have a go if he wants to. <laughs> and I've never seen Alonso give his teammate tips on setups and something like that. So whatever they've got going on in this team is is amazing. Um, and I think a lot of people have underestimated Lauren Stroll's um, leadership as a, as a team owner. I think a lot of people thought he was going to come and be this sort of my way or the highway type of guy, but he's he's clearly given the team the 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 freedom to try and uh build something special. And honestly, um whatever they've done to Alonso, I don't know, whatever they've given him to drink or whatever they've given him to eat, it's working because this guy is the probably the biggest team player in F1 at the moment. And I don't think we've ever seen this side of Alonso before. So well done to them. Well done to him. That team is going places. Um and uh, it's really amazing to see. I love it. And um, yeah, that's that's all I have to say about it. I mean, yeah, I'm also on that part as well. I mean, it's, it's amazing what's happening there. I mean, Alonso and that team, um, it's it's a perfect combination. I mean, yeah, I also was shocked when Alonso left Alpine. You know, they also have a bright future, you know. Um, but yeah. I think he saw something in that team that maybe most of us didn't see. And yeah. it is working out, to be honest with you. Um, and one thing I can say, as a Ferrari fan and, and has supported Alonso while he was there, Aston Martin is listening to Alonso. 100%. They are listening to Alonso Every feedback Alonso gives that team, that team is actioning yeah, that feedback. Yeah. The way that you know, Alonso is expecting yeah. them to, to act. Yeah. And I found it quite funny because before uh, the year started, uh, people were making bets on how many races it was going to take for, for Lawrence and Alonso to blow up. But Alonso is playing a very good game here and Lawrence Stroll is either paying him tremendously behind the scenes more than what is said on paper or there's some or there's a very good relationship there because they're definitely getting along and there's definitely a good atmosphere in that team um and I'm I'm it's to me it's very nice to see I I enjoy I enjoy watching teams uh come through the come through the uh the ranks um and I mean that could be true He's probably getting more money that that we know. Um, and when he signed there, I'm sure there's clauses in, in his in his contract as well, stating that his opinion will always be mattered and stuff like that. Um, yeah. To be honest with you, and a, a small team like that, and 
an experienced team that needs a driver like Alonso. Let's just yeah. face it. You know, yeah. because by them listening to Alonso, and I said this before, it's taken in places. And their package is they were not they were a good car, very fast yeah. car. Um, this weekend it wasn't the one of the best weekends to be honest with you. Um, yeah, they did struggle. Uh, maybe it is because it's it's a different circuit and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But look, they they look fast. They look good. Um, obviously they were more faster than the other three races: Bahrain and Australia and West Island Jeddah. Um, yeah, but this one they remained consistent. I mean, the tire, the tire situation was was quite good. I mean, Ferrari was struggling with tire desperation the entire race or the entire weekend, and they managed that very well. And I feel like Aston Martin's tire. Dis- What's this word? Please help me. What's this word? Degradation. Degradation. Thank you, sir. It was <laughs> brilliant. Like I didn't hear, yeah. I didn't hear Lonzo. Um, talking about the tires or complaining about the tires as Ferrari was very nervous and kept yeah. on reporting back to the, to the drivers, telling them, okay, you can push, you can push. Aston Martin yeah. was none of those stuff. That means they do have a good package and they yeah. have a brilliant car. They will be one of our top four, top three throughout the season, I think, to be yeah. honest with you. So, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And while we're talking about them not having the greatest weekend, we're going to talk about Ferrari having a great weekend. Ding, ding, ding. Another segue down the drain. Love it. Love it. I'm getting good at this, man. Anyways, Ferrari. Sorry, that was a bit flow, that one. Ferrari. Okay, let's <laughs> let's hype yeah, this up wait, a bit. I can't wait for you to, yeah, I can't let's wait for you to talk about Ferrari. Come, let's hype this up. A, we're getting we're getting we're getting a, lack, flowers. We're getting lackluster here. Let's let's give the people an exciting podcast. We're getting you know, we're getting too mellow here. People have fallen asleep. Pretty much the same as what they did in the race. Okay, so Ferrari. Cool. So, um, <laughs> what was I? No, you, just I keep can... on, you just keep on with your Baku jokes. It's, it's hilarious, actually. But yeah, I'm ready to go. Wait for you to give us our flowers. Cool. So, Ferrari. Um, so, two things. One, very well done. Um, I think I I think Ferrari have found something over the little break. They've definitely done something. And whether this was track specific or not, I'm not sure, but for sure they found something. Um, and it's and it's helped. I will, however, say that I don't think that there was ever a problem with Ferrari. I feel like they've had a lot of bad luck. They probably had the worst luck out of all the teams. If you consider Leclerc has been on the pace, but he blew up the car in the first race. Well, the car blew up in the first race. Uh, in the second race, um, what happened in the second race? He got taken out? Or did yeah. he take somebody else? It was a driver error, basically, in the second race. Uh, either or, yeah. Either or, yes, yeah. yes. Either way, either way, there's been a lot of bad luck happening. Um, and it's not really got anything to do with the Ferrari itself. That you know, Leclerc has been in around the top four or five every single race, really. So um I won't particularly say that they are really back in it and, and sort of out of place. They I think they are where they always were, but they've just had a lot of bad luck. But uh the fact that everything just went well for them this weekend is great. Um, I think Science definitely struggled a bit, but at the same time, 
look, let's call a spade a spade. Leclerc is better than Char- than Carlos Sainz. It, it's just. Oh, wow. That... You finally woken up. You what are you talking about? Up. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Have I ever, there is, I've never in my life ever said that science was better than, than Charles. All I've okay. said was, all I've ever said was, science is an extremely consistent driver. Whereas Charles makes a lot of, Charles makes a lot of mistakes. So if, if they were ever in a title fight, Charles would need to clean up his act. Otherwise, science would beat him in the sense of that every time Charles makes a mistake, science is going to be there to pick up the pieces. But Charles is definitely a faster, better driver. So at the end of the racer, so at the end of the day, what I'm saying is, uh, I think Carlos did a great job. I think he is where the Ferrari is, but I think Leclerc is just slightly better as a driver. So he is going to be, does that make sense? He's driving the wheels off of that car. Let's put it that way. Whereas science is just driving the car to where it should be basically. Um, so yeah, that that's all that's all I need to say about Ferrari. I'm, I'm I'm I don't have much more to say. You are the fan, so you can have your chance now. Um, all I want to say is well done, Ferrari. I'm very very glad to see you guys. Even just putting a poll in there, um, it's 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 you know it's a good sign not just to be third but to have a poll, um, because it just shows that you do have the pace somewhere. There is pace there. Um, so really well done to Ferrari. I really hope they can make some more steps. Apparently they're bringing another upgrade to uh, Miami. Emotions. Oh, Miami. Uh, okay. Yeah. So um, I I really hope they can make some steps forward. Um, it would be really good to see Leclerc uh, winning again, uh, even if it's just a race every now and again. I, I still don't think that any team is going to really catch Red Bull just yet, but Red Bull are going to have a double DNF at some point, you know? <laughs> so... <laughs> Anyways, off to you, Ferrari fan. Go for it. The mic is yours. Don't drop it. Oh wow! Thank you for the spotlight. Um, I mean, you're spot on. I'm not gonna be long as well. Good weekend. I was quite happy. You know, I was shocked with the pole position. I was happy with the sprint performance as well. I mean, we know the Red Bulls are faster than Ferrari. To to get a second from the from the sprint race, amazing. Um, and that's when I saw Leclerc was actually driving the wheels off of that car because yeah. I lap 15, 14 or 15, those tires were gone. Yeah. Leclerc's tires were gone. And he he, he continued like he continued to, to drive the, the wheels off of that car and actually maintain his position, which is quite important, and for him to maximize his points as well on the on yeah. the championship. I mean. He was on six, for God's sake. Um, so, all on Leclerc. I was quite happy with his performance this weekend. Hopefully, um, our days with his mistakes are over. Or yeah, not really over, but they are far more less now. And he's finally getting to grips with that car. Uh, we know mm-hmm. he is able to drive that car um, until the wheels um, come off. But also, to be able to tame that car and actually perform consistently on that car as well as science can. Science doesn't have difficulties in performing consistently with that car. However, for this weekend, especially in the race, I wasn't happy with science performance, to be honest with you. I know you probably are. I was not happy because he did let Alonso through. And I'm sure in Ferrari strategy, they didn't want that Aston Martin to go through. 
Yeah, that I, I yeah. on 100% understand that. Um, the only reason why um, I think that Sainz did a, a good job, it's not that he did a good job, it's that he didn't do a bad job, if that makes sense. It's not that he did a good job, it's that he he didn't do anything completely bad. Yeah, he lost the position to Alonso, but come on, man. It's Alonso. The Aston Martin is a good car. Um, and at the end of the day, uh, you know, I, I do think there's a bit of a mental thing there as well, because if you consider the relationship between the two of them, uh, both being Spanish as well, I think, I, I do think that science almost feels a bit intimidated by Alonso in, in, in some ways. Um, I mean, if you think about last last race when he hit Alonso, um, he was scared to get out of the car because he was worried about Alonso. Um, I mean, you shouldn't be worried about other drivers, whether you hit them or not. You should just move on with your life. You know what I mean? Uh, so I do think it's a it's, it's a bit of an emotional thing. But I, I, all I'm saying is I don't think he did a bad job. I, I'm not saying he did a great job. I just don't think he did a bad job. I think he was where the car is meant to be. Um, if if you if you want to put it like that uh, but if we can just roll back um leclerc shouldn't race until the wheels fall off because the whole idea of f1 is to make it to the end before the wheels fall off so if you know just okay moving on um all right so uh if that is all we can move on to the rest of the field um there's nothing really to say i've only got one thing to say about the rest of the field and that is Lando is looking incredibly negative. He's looking incredibly negative. Um, he's basically seems like he's given up. Um, he's just he's sort of like I remember one day I told you that um I once heard that uh when when the, the people that say it is what it is. Remember we, we we were chatting one day and I said to you, the people who say it is what it is are dangerous. Yeah. He is there at that point. He's doing that. He's oh, like wow. it, it. He. It, he. He. It's in the interviews. It's he's scary. just kind of like. He's kind of like. It is what it is, you know. And it's like yeah. you're looking at a you're looking at a driver that definitely has the talent to be a world champion, but he's he's he needs the mentality to be a world champion if he wants to be one. And the mentality is for him to get upset and for him to say, "Listen, McLaren, sort your stuff out, or I'm out." You know, he is. Okay, obviously, I think they 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 definitely like Piastri, but Norris technically is still their golden boy, and if they want to keep him, they they need to they need to buckle up, um, and I think um, at the at this current moment in time, um, you know, Norris is very sort of like it is what it is, you know, it is what it is, but he needs to start going hard. He needs to start telling them to sort themselves out or he's leaving because at the end of the day, there are teams that will snatch him up very quickly. Um, I mean, he's a, he's definitely a good talent. Um, I don't think that there's a, I don't think there's a team on the grid that wouldn't want him if he was available, if they had space. Yeah. No, for sure. yeah. So, yeah. No, for sure. But it's also, it's also, um, don't forget he's still young, man. So, um, for sure. Having, For sure. Like, like being accepting what it is and also looking at the positive outcome of something that's not quite positive, it takes a lot of maturity. And I don't think he's it's there yet. Probably um, slightly better yeah. than what Russell's doing, though, because Russell's burning bridges with team bosses that he might need jobs with one day. I mean, <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, he's 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 on he's, he's on that YOLO life, but um, yeah. that's that's his situation. But in terms of Norris, look, it's the first time I think he's going through this. Um, so he's maybe you know, yeah, taking it day by day, and maybe when he gets to the to the press conference or when he's being interviewed, he doesn't really know what to say, and at the same yeah. time. He doesn't want to say anything that might badmouth the team or show that he's frustrated or anything like that. So by him saying that, it's kind of a question mark where we don't know what he really means, you know. But obviously, yeah. people that are observant like you or me, um, you saw how when he said that, you saw how his um how his body was or how how he presented yeah. himself by saying. So I'm just I just think that I just think that if you look at all the champions, you know, uh they have a sample of authority to a point that they have authority over the team, to a point where it's like, guys, we need to win here. I want to win here. Sort this out. You know, every every champion has that authority. He's not stamping yeah. any authority. He's not stamping any authority by saying it is what it is at all. He's literally just accepting it. Doesn't matter how young he is. If he wants to be a champion, he needs to start stamping his authority, or he needs to find another team. And do, the, the fact is, the fact that, is, yeah. Sorry, carry on. Do you think that? Do you think that McLaren wants that from him? I don't think I don't think any team wants that from a, any driver. But I think every team. I, I think I think every team I think every team would succeed from it. Yeah, I don't but, think okay. I, let, wait, 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 let yeah. me explain. Norris, okay, let me start Alonso. Do you think Aston Martin is waiting or not waiting? Um expects that from Alonso for them to like tell tell Aston Martin, look, come on, guys. Because Alonso has a proven record. Yeah, but in okay, terms but, of Norris, okay. Wait, yeah. let me finish. In terms of Norris, right? Norris is the best driver. He has shown it. But the asterisk in that situation is that Zach Brown's first win came with Ricardo. Do you understand what I mean? Ricardo's not there anymore. Yeah. Listen to me again. If Norris won that race, right? Won that race, and he went to the team like, "Come on, guys! I want to race for you guys once. We can do this again." Don't he you think that would be easy that. for you? He could have won no, that no, race. Though. Let's not go there now. I'm just putting you in a situational base now on his side. Yeah. Okay, so, so, race, so what I wanted to say now was, I, I, I do get your point. I do get your point. And I don't think you're wrong either. But I think you also, I think we also need to sit down and just look at the situation here. Yeah, Alonso is getting paid to do that for, McLaren, for, for Aston Martin. The same way as Fellows is being paid to do that for Aston Martin. The same way that Cracker is being paid. Because Aston Martin decided to go and get a super group together of all these really good people and personnel put them in a place where they can succeed and give them an environment for them to, to, to soar. And that's great management. They've done a great job of that. 
McLaren aren't in that position. McLaren aren't in the position where they believe they need all this help. McLaren are in a position where they believe that they can help themselves with the current crop. And the reason I say that that's is the that's reason I say that the reason I'm saying that is because they're not doing anything about what's happening. I mean, they've made the changes now with all the technical stuff and you know, now they've got three different heads of tech and all this and stuff. But how long did it take Zach? How long did it take Zach to do something about this? How long has it taken him to make changes? And is these are is are these changes going to even work? Because it's the first time that we're seeing such a structure within a team. Do you know what I mean? So I think that the situation is different. When you look at Norris, for example, you look at a guy who basically wants to get his first career win. He wants to um uh, he he wants to 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 build a team, but he's never had experience building a team. But now he's in a team where he has to build a team because, you there know. There we go. But but there but that's my, but that's my point though. He isn't though. He's in a position where he's in a team that he needs to build, but he didn't think he would need to build a team like McLaren because McLaren he would have thought would have built themselves based on their stature, based on their their status, the the history. Zach Brown has been hyped up in this industry for honestly, I don't even like him anymore. I I liked him in the beginning because he was because of all the hype and because he had a, a he a, he was good with words. But but honestly, I I think he should step out. I, I he's the CEO. Why does he have to be at the races? He he should just let Stella do his job and go home, watch the race from home somewhere. You know what I mean? Uh, so I don't know. I think McLaren are failing hopelessly, and I think they're failing more so their drivers as well because I feel, I feel like, um, and it's it's very sad. I've like, as you know, I've got a soft spot for them. Um, it's it's not good to see this, but more so importantly for me is that I I don't think Norris is in a good space, and he needs to either start getting a bit more upbeat about things and start stamping authority, or he needs to get out of that team. Um, so that's but that's that's all I have to say on that. Um, cool. So let's move on, and uh, yeah, we can. Um, what do we have next? Uh, top three. So, why, why, why are you so rude? Why can you ask me what other teams I want to talk about? Why are you so rude? I'm not doing BT, this thing alone, BT. What other teams did you like to talk about? What other teams would you like to oh. talk about? Oh, thank you. Alpha Romeo. <laughs> um, yeah, just a quick thing on my side. What's happening with Bottas? And you did mention this. I have mentioned this. The guy's literally That's anonymous. Crazy. Like, where is he? He's just gone. I wonder if it's the did new he... hairstyle and the, like, the new did Australian... Did he just to, just to retire swiftly? Or... Because I'm sure Alpha Romeo's engine it is a ferrari engine so far far off from the actual ferrari engine yeah. so and is doing it right yeah of course he was but i'm concerned about bottas yeah i mean no, he, what i'm saying is joe is doing okay so why is bottas not because it's the same car i don't know and it's just that like that's the only thing that i want to raise like what's happening to him is he is he in it does he want to yeah. still do it um, yeah, I don't know. He's lost a lot of form probably, this year. He's 
all over yeah, the place. Yeah, and he and he was probably brought there to be the lead driver, and he's not looking like one at the moment. Is he struggling with the car, yeah. the setup, the strategies? I don't know, but that that was just my main concern for that team. To be honest with you, like, well, it's... um, if you consider ninety percent of Australian drivers have been very good drivers, but never really won a championship. And considering he's now got the whole mullet and the whole, you know, the whole, you know, most the whole. And it's finished. That's that's like the funny part. I'm just saying, all I'm saying is, <laughs> all I'm saying is say. before, before he got that haircut, he was great. And then all of a sudden he got that haircut and now he's basically Australian and following the Australian trend of drivers, you know, oh, Weber, Ricardo and so on. I think Australia yeah. has had, I think Australia's had one champion before. I could be wrong. I must go and research that. I think they've had one champion. Have they had a champion? I don't know. Jack something. I don't know. Anyways. I was, anyhow. I was about to say Jim Clark, but I was like, nope. Nope, no. Nope. Don't say stuff like that, mate. You will get hate here. I'm telling you. That stuff, that, that TikTok I posted uh, about Damon Yill, the British Oaks had my neck, mate. Um, love the I love the British people. Don't, don't get me wrong, but you guys had my necks proper. Um, but uh, it's all for fun and banter, to be fair. And I just I genuinely do not like Damon Hill. I think he's extremely um uh, biased in many cases. But okay. whatever. Stop, Brad. Stop. Stop. Let's move on to the next segment. Stop. Stop. <laughs> no, I, no. It's just it's all over. It's all over now. But I'm just saying it's uh. Um, it I, I still thought it was a great video to put out. And they say if you want to make it in the content game, you've got to be controversial. And I definitely was. Apparently, didn't think I was being it, but I ended up being it. Anyways, uh, let's move on to our top three. Um, cool. I'll give you the top three first. I mean, I will give you the go to give me your top three first, and then we move on to mine. So BT. Give me your top three drivers of Baku Grand Prix 2023. I almost forgot what the year was, but yeah, give it to me. Let's lay it on me. Number one, Leclerc. Number two, Perez. Number three, Sonoda. Yeah, what, what, why the silence? I understand. Um, wait. Where did Sonoda finish? Ten. And the awful weekend he had. Come on. I was shocked when I saw that. I was shocked. Hey, uh, okay. Me. All right. Do so I me. went, I went um Leclerc, Perez, and Max. So we we pretty much the same up until number three. You really suck in this. Eh? Like the last episode as well, your top three was. Just... What do you mean I suck at this? This is this is literally a a, a, a an, an opinion based thing, and then we debate. Look, the thing is, right? No, my my no selection. So the thing is, right? You, if you've got Perez up there, you've got to put Max there. The reason why is. The reason why is Max was winning that race until the safety car came. He lost out of the lead of that race. 
had he won that race, where would he be? He would have been in your top three, wouldn't he? Yeah, but but no, because we expect Max to win. Yeah, but you can't you can't base a top three on expectation because that means that Max will never be in the top three. We had this conversation already. You can't base this on the on on the expectations because then he will never be in this top three. So then, what's the point of this top three? So basically, we yeah. might as well just exclude Max from the top three. Like, I would be gladly to do that. I don't like it. Okay, anyway. if you want to exclude, if you want to exclude, if you want to exclude Max from the top three, then uh, then fine, so be it. But then I'm gonna go Leclerc, Perez. And Alonso, because I, I don't, there was nothing, there was nothing else on the field that drew my attention. Nothing. There was no driver on the field that drew my attention other than the ones that were going backwards. Sonoda had a, what's it, wait, as I said, Sonoda had a horrible weekend. And Alvatari was looking good in the circuit. I won't lie to you. It was, they were looking quite fast. Um, in, 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 in the middle pack and he managed 10th and in that 10th <laughs> the battle was him Norris um, was in Halkenberg as well in Halkenberg at some point though, that, that was that was that battle going on there, uh, when the race was still going on yeah. and to be honest he was the one unlikely to make a 10th spot let's yeah. just, just face it the first person you'll probably think they'll make it to spot is Norris, which he didn't make it. Halkenberg secondly. Did Norris stuff get points? No, I don't think so. I don't think uh, Norris got points. You can check, but I don't think so. Um, I'm going to check now what the order was. Norris Norris came ninth, Sonoda came tenth. It was Piastri and eleventh, so it was Okay, um, cool. My bad. My bad, my bad. Yeah. So so um, that's why I chose him, to be honest with you. I, I wasn't expecting that from him. Yeah. You know? Okay, that's fair. Uh can I just say about Alonso though? Okay, so on Alonso, right? The only reason or one of the reasons why I'll I'll put him there, right? I'm to be honest, I think Max should be there, but seeing as we excluding Max, um, the only reason why I'm saying Alonso, first of all, nothing, nothing stood out for me in this race. Not Sonoda, not, not nothing. Nothing stood out for me. So I don't think either of us here are gonna be right or wrong. I think it is what it is, and we just need to decide who has the better argument here. I I, I don't think it really I don't think either of us are right or wrong here, but for me. Um, I just I just think that Alonso is showing a different side of him this year. He's had an, an, an insanely good uh, year so far with a team that looks to be really pushing themselves far. And I think that he is a big part of that push. So when it comes to a, a race like yesterday, he showed firsthand whilst during the race that he owns that team. He showed firsthand how he is the one driving that team. He showed firsthand what you said. The team listens to him. And he showed firsthand that that's the case. He's helping his teammate. He's grooming his teammate to be a better driver. Somebody who has a very bad reputation in the sport. For what reason? I don't know. Just because he's a daddy's boy. But he is a good driver. I mean, he's won championships before. So he is a good driver. But because he's got daddy's money... Uh, he's apparently 
got this bad rep on him. So Alonso looks to be grooming him a bit as well. I just think for me, in this race, Alonso showed a lot of good spirit. He showed an extremely good um team at uh, team uh I don't know what's the word atmosphere. Um and he just and he just showed that he's willing to put himself aside for a moment and just regard the team. For example, when he said, if Stroll wants to go, let him go, you know, um, at the end of the day, I, I do think that that counts for when you're busy driving and you're thinking about all of these different things. And we know he's a very intelligent driver, but we saw it firsthand how he is. We literally heard him thinking out loud about all these different things. And remember he said, he said in that, he said, Stroll can go past me if he wants, but I can guarantee you we will pass them soon. And what happened? Soon he passed them. He's so clever. The guy literally, he thinks about everything. And I don't think that there's a driver on the grid today that is more intelligent than him in that car whilst driving at those speeds. Um, That's just my take on it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to argue anymore. That's literally all I can say. If you have more arguments to say about Sonoda, I'll accept it. But that's all I can say about Alonso. I can't say anything more, but that is my that would be my reason for it. No, I mean, what you said does make sense, to be honest with you. I mean, if you put it in that way, um, besides the the position and the actual performance, he was able to do or multitask and do certain things like that while driving. Um, yeah. then I also have no argument there to be honest with you I mean I've never seen this Alonso um, yeah right. but he's also the elder statement the the the, the, the oldest driver in the paddock yeah. as well so he has more experience I mean this guy's been driving since the early 2000s so what do we what do we expect you know so Aston Martin is just enjoying all Kimmy, of this enjoying Kimmy just yeah. recently left. Kimmy also been driving since yeah. then, and he recently left, yeah, and you yeah, can see him doing but, stuff like that. No, dude, Kimmy was not not doing this. Kimmy was just complaining over the over over and and <laughs> take and taking <laughs> and taking dumps during uh, press sessions. So yeah, so yeah, I mean, I'm with you there, with Alonso. Okay. Um, the okay, cool. You just said actually sold sold to me. To be honest with you. Okay, cool. Um, so we're gonna go uh Leclerc one Leclerc with three points, Perez with two points, Alonso with one point for first, second, and third. Cool. Um blooper of the week. Uh FIA don't count, so let's leave them out. And that is a conversation for another day. It will be a rant session on my TikTok or on our TikTok. So if any of you want to go and hear what I have to say, please. <laughs> Mate, these guys, I don't know how they get it right to stuff up something in every single race. Like, there has not been a race this year where they didn't stuff something up, honestly. Anyways, let's 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 move on. Who's your blooper of the week? Not gonna lie to you, I don't have half, half the grid to me, but you give me your blooper. I don't of have week. one. I'm, okay, I'm Carl- so sad to say this. I don't have one. Like, okay, I don't. Carlos Sainz has beat it. Carlos Sainz is the race, maybe I don't know. The race, Carlos Sainz, yeah, Carlos Sainz letting Alonso go past. My goodness, what a joke! You know what? You're onto something here. That's not a bad shot to say that the race as a whole was the blooper of the week. 
I, yeah. I, I'd back that, eh? I'd back that because I think that race was, let's be honest, that race was teed up to be a perfect race. It was teed up to be an extremely exciting race and it just yes. didn't deliver. It just didn't deliver. Well, the whole weekend was teed up to be perfect. It just didn't deliver. Uh, so you know what? Yeah. I think we keep it simple. I will agree with you and both of us are going to say blooper of the week was Baku Grand Prix 2023. Thank because... you. And to to actually add on onto that, when I do watch the races, my girlfriend tends to come comb my hair in the room because I watch the races in my room, and most of the time I don't I don't pay attention to her. Yesterday I did. I paid attention to her. I watched her comb my hair. That's how boring the race was. Like I I could afford to miss just one. One one ounce or one second of, Listen, of what was happening. Please. The amount yeah. of things running in my head now for me. I know. To say I, can, something. I can see by your. I can see your facial expression. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna hold it. And Please. I know. I know. I know. People would love a good banter, and I know it would make some people laugh right now. But you know what? For the sake of our friendship, <laughs> I'm gonna keep quiet. <laughs> Don't go there. I know what you're going to say. Don't go there. Don't go there. Listen, blooper of the week. The entire race was a blooper. Um, th- that's that. Uh, so I l- yeah, let's let's just move on. Um, <laughs> this just I. Yeah, it was a disappointing one. It was just anyway. Um, okay, let's move on. Um, basically, we just got our okay, predictions left. <clears throat> so in the last episode we made our predictions for this week and mm-hmm. the predictions went as such mm-hmm. BT went for Perez Max Science why yeah because I, mean, I won Science came fifth what are you talking about yeah, that's the only one you know that neither neither of us have ever got a full podium. But yeah. but that I think you're the closest here. Actually, no, last week I was pretty close. Oh no, I wasn't. I had a long <laughs> anyways. Point is, um I think this is yeah, this is the closest we've had here. So Perez, Max, both first and second, science, which was close because technically he's in a Ferrari. But you ain't getting no half points there. So we're gonna do so that's four points for you, which we've had four points before, but just not in the same. Yeah, we've had four yeah. points before, but but you got it bang on first and second. Um, so you get a four pointer, and I get thank you. <clears throat> and I get a one, two. I get a two-pointer because I had Max at first and Perez at second, so they won away. So we just switched it around. And that changes the field a little. So last race, I was ahead, and this puts you one ahead. So well done, BT. Um, You may go and have your cupcakes and go and blow out your candles and enjoy yourself for a little while. I'm going to have a cheesecake before I sleep. That's how bougie I am. That sounds great. Okay, now in more important news than your cheesecake, your fancy cheesecake, we are going to give our predictions for Miami. 
Now, Miami is in America, if any of you didn't know. It is also a street track. Or is it a hybrid track? No, it's a street track. It's not a hybrid, right? It's a full-on street track, right? Miami. Yeah, I think I think, I think it's a, a street uh, track. Okay, cool. So, um, I'm going to give my predictions first because I've been letting you go first all day long. So, it's my turn. Okay. Okay. All all eyes on me now. Okay, I'm I'm the important one now. Okay, Mr. President. Thank you very much. Um, somebody asked me, somebody commented on my TikTok is that that TikTok, that one where I said I was getting out of height. He asked me if I was wearing a wig. So <laughs> I commented <laughs> I commented it back. I commented back and I just said straight from Trump's cabinet, mate. Was the best yeah. I had in my was the best I had in my locker, but I thought it was funny. Anyways, he didn't respond after that, so mm -hmm. I guess he didn't like my response. Anyways, um, okay, so for Miami, I'm going to go with so you're probably going to go Perez first, right? Because it's a street track, blah, blah, blah. Maybe you're not. I don't know. I think the logical thing here would go Perez first. You know that you've never actually backed Max to win. I'm looking through oh, your things good. here. <clears throat> that's good. Anyways, um, I'm going to go with Max first because I think he at some point he's going to have to say, okay, listen, if I let Perez beat me in too many street tracks, one DNF, I'm not chops. So he's going to have to and to be fair, in Baku, he was te technically ahead of Perez. He did have a bit. Yeah, he did have a bit of bad luck as well, Max. So he might have been able to win Baku anyway. So it's not like Perez was all that better. It's just it happened that way. Um, so I'm gonna go with Max because he's gonna have to he's gonna have to pull up his socks here. Um I'm going to say. That Perez either gets a DNF or something happens and he ends up not in the top two. It's going to be the first time that the two Red Bulls don't finish 1-2 this year. But it has to happen at some point, And I'm going to say that that point is now. So then I'm going to go Leclerc, Alonso. <clears throat> Interesting. Interesting. Wow. Watch watch Perez win and Max be the one to DNF. Just watch. Oh, you jinxing your own selection? Oh wow. Mark my words. Genius. Anyways. Uh Max Leclerc Alonso. That's what I'm going for. Hit me. I'm going Hit me, baby, Max. one more time. I'm going Max, Perez, and Leclerc. Are you backing Max? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Max Perez Leclerc. Yeah, because I watched I watched last year's race. That sounds like before. a wild prediction. I mean, I watched last year's race before we done our podcast. So Leclerc was on pole. I'm gonna say it again, oh. he will be on pole. Um <clears throat> and yeah. This guy's doing research. So Jeez, like I don't Yeah, dude. Verstappen Perez and my man Leclerc. Right. Sorry, okay. You don't care about you. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Guys. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm 
extremely grateful that we don't have to wait another like decade to watch a race because that's what it felt like. Um, I mean, I ran out of content, mate. I was literally asking ChatGPT for content. Um, oh wow. Anyways, um, listen, I think we're gonna wrap it up there. Um, if there's anything else you'd like to add before we go, uh, you're more than welcome. I would just like to say thank you very much for watching, everybody. And uh, once again, we would appreciate if you would please hit the subscribe button below or the follow button on the side or wherever you're watching this. If it's on Spotify, if it's on Spotify, uh, please give us a review, at five stars preferably. That would be uh, a bit better than a four star. That would be nice. Thank you. Um, and give us a follow so that you can know when new episodes come out. Uh, obviously we do race weekends we were supposed to be doing a special two specials in the in the last um break that we had but unfortunately uh we've we've run into some issues with um our government which we won't get into yes. um <laughs> yeah so if you're not from south africa we do have electrical issues from time to time when i say from time to time i mean during one day so yes. um it, every day is a bit of a tussle sometimes so um we will get to the specials they will be quite fun and you definitely want to subscribe to tune in for those because they will be fun um and we might have a dynamic change on this podcast coming soon uh but we still in chats and we'll get back to you about that um but thank you very much guys really appreciate you sticking with us and if you made it this far you might as well just click subscribe because if you made it this far through baku race review then you'll definitely want to watch the rest because there's probably more exciting ones to come anyhow bt i'll uh let you sign us off with whatever you have to say are you sure oh okay thank you um hamilton's coming to ferrari always remember what i just said Helmet That's not what I had in mind, but thank you very much for watching, guys. Have a very, very Thanks, good guys. day and uh, enjoy. Cheers. Bye.